Welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Play Pig Smoke. I'm Owen, he, him, and I am the master of ceremonies for this year game. Joining me, we got uh, Jonix. That's, uh, yeah, that's me. I'm Jonix. Uh, uh, he, him, or they, them is fine, and uh, you can finally find me at GoJonixGo on Twitter. And we got Pixie. Hi, I'm Pixie. I'm she, her, they, them. And, um, hmm. I have no, I, I do have a Twitter, um, but I just retweet a whole bunch of stuff. It's not really, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't really do anything on Twitter. So okay. yeah, I will have to remain a mystery for the time being. So that is your challenge, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Go find Pixie on Twitter. <laughs> Be awarded and, a prize. <laughs> and the prize then, is knowing where I am on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And then we got Sarah. Hi, Sarah. She, her. Um, t- um, I'm, I'm at Radio Inactivity on Twitter. I really should like think these intros through more clearly <laughs> uh, every week because I feel like every time it comes to me, it's just like Sarah. What are you gonna say? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Okay. Same. Yeah. Um. Levi won't be joining us for this episode because it was a work day for them um, and, you know, scheduling being what it is. However, like, Liam still has the whole investigation stuff to go with. So, as uh, Levi said to me earlier, just assume that he's up to some shady shit. (laughs) (laughs) I always be the default. Yeah, and presumably um, when he re-enters the scene, it will be in medias res doing something shady. So Mm. we can look forward to that. Now, um, the last episode with uh, Davino Cristobal, um, it ended uh, on the note of you getting uh, driven uh, home by your adult son, Chris, and just that being an awkward moment for both of you. Um, however, um, we left, uh, Simone and Corvina in a slightly more precarious situation, (laughs) which was, um, at one of the campus coffee shops, um, in a conversation with Dr. White, who is known to be one of the, uh, well, the cultists at the casting, binding, and sealing away department, and um, Genevieve, who was also also a cabs person who um, Simone thought was trustworthy and cool. Um, but she might appear- still be trustworthy and cool. Who knows? She might still be, but she was talking with him, and mm-hmm. they were talking about familiar stuff. And you sort of got dragged into that conversation, um, but with the basic goal of snooping if mm-hmm. i understand it correct yes yes okay then. so you know obviously i'm not going to like detail out an entire like discussion between academics in a field that i am not in and does not <laughs> exist um <laughs> as fun as it is to make that sort of stuff up like my um like the gremlins thing that i d- just shoehorned into the christmas special mm-hmm. um i can't keep going on that for uh indefinitely so i guess just a general question for uh both of you uh what are your overall goals in being in this conversation with these people i know that corvina did not really want to be in it in the first place sorry and it's okay but her goal is probably to say as little as she can get away with because also there are things that she can't talk about and if she does you know (laughs) right um, Especially not in front of um, is it Mr. White that's here. Yeah, well, yeah, Doctor White. Doctor White. Um, yeah. White at, when you started to talk about things, he gave you a look which seemed to imply that he also knows that there are things you're not supposed to talk about, and he agrees yes. that you shouldn't talk about them. Yes. <laughs> so hopefully that'll be that'll go smoothly. <laughs> okay. And Corvina. No, sorry, Simone. It's okay. <laughs> what is your goal? Um, my goal is to figure out if Genevieve is cool, if Jenny is cool, um, and also to just kind of see, like, where she stands cult-wise, like, see if I can kind of sniff out the, the relative, um, 
closeness between Dr. White and Jenny, like see how, how chummy they are. Okay. Um, and I was wondering if I could roll a schmooze roll to try and uh, determine that. Okay, I guess the one thing to ask there is, um, what is the thing that you think that either of them wants to hear? And what, what are you saying? Because hear. yeah, oh, right. because schmooze is specifically when you yeah. tell an NPC what you think they want to hear. Um, um pig smoke is like limited in its moves in an interesting way. I think so too, and that works fine because oh, yeah. um, I think I think what they would want to hear, or at least what I yeah, is that um, maybe Simone is open to the idea. Okay. their little cult, or at least interested in the previous department head. Okay. In like a a deeper way, kind of like hinting like, you know, they don't really tell me a lot about the previous department head, and and I've heard he's a brilliant man, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, okay, you're like, you're like dropping some hints. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, that does sound good. Yeah, roll with charisma. Okay, so that's work with me here that's a seven okay so they'll do something simple in exchange for a payment favor or bribe this is interesting because i this is pretty similar to what corvina did when she was Mm -hmm. investigating um you do have the angle of also being in cabsa which Mm -hmm. is like you got more of a foot in the door than she did and so I don't think it's necessarily going to come down to the same sort of situation where you have to make, like, a blood pact right. sort of thing. But let me see. Um, um, maybe the idea of helping Dr. White with something with his studies or in his office in exchange for more information down the line about the previous department head? Yes, that actually sounds... Yes, uh, that sounds good. So all of this is happening like through innuendos and that sort of deal. Mm-hmm. And um, as you sort of like slide across that concept, Dr. White, um, he has sort of like a guarded expression, but he says, well, if you would like to know more about his work, I actually inherited uh some of the research material that he uh, left behind. And if you would be so kind as to perhaps assist me in sorting through some of it, there is still an awful lot of it to sort through even now, uh, maybe you would glean some additional insight in the process. Oh, I think that sounds... In like in her head, she goes, "That sounds incredibly shitty and tedious." But what she <laughs> says is, "Oh, that sounds wonderful. I would be more than happy to help." <laughs> Excellent. And I think, um, let's see. Oh, yeah. And what you were trying to figure out was also Jenny's situation, right? Yes. Um, oh, I guess it could just kind of come out as like asking, like, "Is Jenny assisting you with uh, any of the?" previous professor's research she kind of like glances at genevieve hmm um let's see this is a question that i uh went into this without a set answer for i knew it was going i knew it was going to be asked but i didn't want to like set it in stone um Simone's really hoping not because she seems cute. <laughs> I'd extremely suck if her cute coworker is part of this weird fucking cult. <laughs> we have discussed some of it. Hmm, that's a non-answer. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't answer the question, but she just kind of like nods and smiles and sips her coffee and just keeps like side-eyeing Jenny the whole time. (laughs) Oh goodness, would you look at the time? Uh, uh, Corvina and I, I forgot that we had some research to be doing. We've got, uh, you know how it is. There's, there's things to publish and stuff to research. Isn't that right, Corvina? 
Right. Um, like I was saying earlier, she did agree to help me with some rather time-sensitive projects, and you know, now that now she's going to have a little more on her plate as well. So, so we are just gonna go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you are welcome to email me anytime about assisting with that organization because I am absolutely game. Professor. <laughs> Doctor, but thank you. Doctor, right. I apologize. <laughs> Let's go, Corvino. <laughs> All right, and you? Uh, Jenny, be seeing you. And then, like, awkward <laughs> finger gun before yeah, she's like, just, skittering yeah. out. <laughs> well. Corvino's hot on her heel. <laughs> okay. Um, do you um, actually do anything uh, after that, or do you just make your respective ways home? Uh, yeah, I guess what Simone offers to walk Corvina home, and because, you know, God willing, who knows, maybe you'll get jumped by another one of those crows and we can interrogate it for information about whatever the hell is going on, <laughs> if that's how this works. <laughs> Ravens. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that does not happen, but, you know, it, it very well could. I mean, you gotta take a proactive approach to this. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes no, you gotta hope that a bad thing will happen so that you can confront the bad thing and suck it in the teeth. <laughs> I don't think I've ever socked a bad event in the teeth, but I punch, tend to... You can punch a raven? If you can catch it. Sure! <laughs> you ever tried to punch a bird? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah, they will eventually part ways after after walking home for a while. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, I think that like if you're looking for it, you might notice like a large bird up in a tree somewhere, but it's maybe a little too far off to be sure. Hmm. Hmm. All right, so you return to your respective homes. I feel like I feel like we briefly touched on like what Corvina's apartment is like. It's and just it, a wreck. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere, everything. I forget if we talked about Simone in that respect, and it's possible that you also like you could have a uh, the specific rules are like you could have a decent apartment or a crappy house, and I forget mm. if we like decided which one Simone has. Oh no, did we? I'm like, I don't think we did. I feel like that Simone went over to Corvina's apartment. You're always showing up point. at other people's places, yeah. I am. I'm always turning <laughs> up at other people's homes. It's weird. Um, but I don't know if we discussed Simone's. It's probably, like, a decent apartment, but, like, small. Okay. Like, it's, like, you know, clean-ish, but okay. very small. Um, All right, yeah. So, you know. But it, it's, uh... It probably has a lot of, like magic books everywhere where she's just trying to like learn all of the terminology to make up the fact that she can't actually do any of it you know what so i respect that yeah and it, it doubles as a as you know a smoke screen in case any wizards show up she can be like yes yeah. this is just my magic books that i have right yeah. here for magic <laughs> because i'm definitely a magical individual Welcome it's fine to my library yeah <laughs> It did, not to, like, just step back and do, like, meta-commentary, like, for the viewers, but I do like the contrast that creates there with Simone as the person with, like, no magical talent who's, like, really scrounging for stuff, and Corvina, the person who has sort of innate magical talent and, like, would rather not. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yep. why, that's why I got a writing credit on that one paper of hers. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and... And I figure might as well just do like the full loop while we're talking about that, because mm-hmm. um, because I'm, I'm seeing this in my head in like the like the like the Channel Four show that this is, um, um, like maybe we're seeing you just arriving at your your places. It's not like there's not like there's a punchline here. It's just a very brief little like shots we're seeing, mm-hmm. and um, 
I know that in exchange for having a roommate, uh, Divino specifically has like a nice, yes, a- has like apartment, and so I'm wondering what that like your interior decoration situation is like. Oh my god! Yes. So, Divino's apartment is um, it's okay. So this is a father and son living together, but they're both adults. So mm-hmm. what that means is that there's like three different generation of PlayStations. there's like a you know there's like a fur rug but it's like a weird color that shouldn't be not like it's been stained it's just like wrong yeah it's like cream blue or something and it's like just doesn't work bad (laughs) just super doesn't work for the room there's like track lighting in one corner like oh man it, like, there, there used to be a dartboard back when Davino lived here before mm-hmm. Chris moved in. Yeah. And now that's gone because something bad happened. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly magical in nature. There's, like, they have, like, an... It's definitely an open concept. It's, like, a, it's a new apartment, right? So it's, like, mm-hmm. it has, like, one huge room and then, like, two little rooms. And that's mm. their bedrooms, basically. Mm-hmm. And then, like, their kitchen is pristine because they never touch it. <laughs> Neither of them know how to cook. Oh. Not at all. <laughs> okay. Oh man, I'm so glad I asked that question. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. Okay. Um, so that is that's good. Um, so let's say the next day, or even like, we don't have to pin it down to an individual day, though. I feel like if we jump ahead too far. Then who knows what Liam will have had to have get up, gone up to in the time skip. So let's just say next. Oh God, day. it's so shady. <laughs> yeah, um, it's entirely possible that like on campus you might see him walking around, and then it's like, wait a second, is that like someone from the dean's office and like one of the constructs following him? I'm not getting involved with that. I'm not touching that. Nope. Um, nope. Nope. Anyway, presumably it's the next day or something like that. So what do you get up to next? Um, Something to keep in mind is that uh, some moves are time-consuming, meaning they can't be done more than once a week. Um, This includes um, Delve Deeper, which is unfortunate for Divino, and Teach. Obviously, you are still probably teaching at least every other day, but those scenes just aren't as important as mm-hmm. the scenes that actually get roles. Um, so with that in mind, what, I guess, are your priorities uh, going about the day on campus? Hmm. Um, Davino is uh, actually probably uh, recruiting for his next uh, illicit student party. Oh, so you're just this going guy. to keep doing that then? Yeah, research, baby. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> okay, um, so I assume you're doing this within your like your like pool of students. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh during class. He's he is alluding to the idea that one could, outside of university strictures, uh, ah. Find find perhaps even deeper secrets and knowledge. <laughs> this fucking oh my guy. God. Oh. <laughs> I love. <laughs> You're such a villain, but in such a petty way. You don't uh-huh. have any big goals. You just want tenure. Um... <laughs> He's the worst kind of person. Um. <laughs> So let's see, are you, um, are you like going after any particular type of person or are you just like anyone who catches the bait? Um, I, I think right now it is a pretty wide net, but if he does manage to, uh, to get Chad Mm. in on it, then he wouldn't be mad. Okay. (laughs) Hmm. Okay, that's an interesting thing. Uh, give me a moment to examine options, because that might be a 
Actually, um, that sounds like I that sounds like textbook schmoozing. Actually, no, when okay. you put it that way. So yeah, you can go ahead and roll with charisma, and if you want to make the argument that this is like a like a dread magic sort of thing, then um, I'm willing to accept that. But you are going to have to describe how you do play it up. I think in this case, uh, it'll just be that'll just be charisma since it's just in the middle of class. He's okay. not trying to like. He's not showing off anything, uh, anything on per- like you know anything that he's he's trying not to get any dirt on him at uh, this point. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's just like just pure like hey, just saying it could happen. <laughs> like, you know, move from there. So I have a plus zero on my charisma. Oh so boy! Oh, and you got a ten. <laughs> <Woo. Yes. laughs> God damn! Okay, this fucking guy. Okay. I'm sorry that just such a good teacher. Oh, okay. you. Um, so on a 10 plus, they'll do something simple for you, or something big and complex if you give them a payment, favor, or bribe. Oh, I would one's... definitely call this potentially big and complex, unless... So, I would say something simple would be something along the lines of just hearing you out. Big and complex would be, like, you've got him. So, what are you going to go for there? Let's see. Um, okay, how about this? Uh, I'll, I'll do I'll do the big and complex, and what mm-hmm. it is is he says, if you're interested in something like that, then see me after class. All right. I'll be in my office portal. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it needs to be restated that Davino has a real door. He just uses yeah. the portal to get there faster. A completely yeah. normal door to his office, mm-hmm. but also... <laughs> yes. All right. Um, and I so then... uh, the bribe that he would be offering uh, would be a, essentially, like, better better grades in his mm-hmm. class. Oh, okay. He is breaking rules, baby. He's a rock star. Okay. Hmm. This is... Hmm. That is you would definitely... get uh, extra credit on on your on your next assignments if you were to participate in this uh, this work study. Okay, well let's see. Um, let's zoom in a little bit on that because well you got the role, so I think like you've got this. But let's play this out a little bit. Sure. Um, I it's been a bit since I actually described Chad. He is like athletic, but not like big per se. He's actually maybe like, um, he's he's not like someone you would describe as short just looking at him, but he's maybe a little bit shorter than other guys on the football team per se. Gotcha. But he definitely has like solid bone structure. He's got like sort of dark hair. He's got kind of a shortish cut, but it's long enough that he can like actually comb it. You know, um, yeah that general situation i'm definitely visualizing like a kid in a class i taught as an adjunct professor but is i can't really get more specific than that um because that was just kind of how he looked um and so i think that when he comes into his office he's definitely less like just hanging on to your words the way Georgetta was, he's definitely, like, eyeing you, like, in a sort of suspicious way, like, what's up with this whole deal, you know? So what you're saying is, these are things that would be extra credit, but can't exactly go on the record. I suppose if you want to pin it down... Like some sort of butterfly in a case. <laughs> it's, it's just. Listen, I am the one who grades your assignments, and I am the one who is putting on this this extracurricular affair, and so I just I will be the one to give you the extra credits on your assignment. It just it's just say a purely transactional uh, uh, purely transactional method of, of grading. That's all it is. 
Since you've done the extra work, you get the extra points. And... And as a bonus, you get an extra knowledge. (laughs) Yeah, is this the sort of... Why isn't this the sort of thing that would be on the syllabus? Well, you know, it's, I mean, this is, this is a, this is a, uh, a more or less a 101 class, Chad. I can't exactly put things that the big dogs would be, be working on, you know? But I haven't exactly worked my way in yet at this university to, to have an advanced course, so for the time being, it's this. Deal. <laughs> Are you in? It's gonna be fun. By the way, I hate that this motherfucker basically has like the same like like strat that I have of just like adding words to a sentence until uh-huh. it, until it tracks. Like this bastard. <laughs> you took my bit. <laughs> Um, I think that he gives you sort of one last suspicious look, and then he's like, Well, I'm supposed to be learning stuff, and I get the sense sometimes that the stuff everyone else is learning isn't going to help me with, like, the real important stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Yeah. Also, he does not say it, but his grades have not been great thus far. Oh, perfect. Davino did not know that, so that's even <laughs> um, So Davino steeples his fingers and, and grins, mm-hmm. and then at this point, in his desk, he has a severed hand that is working a phone, uh-huh. and uh, Chad just got a friend request <laughs> on, on Facebook. Oh no! Oh god, this guy! Can we sign this Faustian pact of friending a teacher on Facebook? (laughs) The most insidious thing ever. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm just gonna kill you over the weekend. By the way, do you want to be in my my Facebook friend group? (laughs) Shonix, I'm very glad I invited you to this game because I feel like you've just captured Pig Smoke right then and there. Um, <laughs> Di- didn't we bring up before like a magic version of Facebook? I feel like oh, that. Oh God, that probably. is. I can't. That's that is possible. I know Face that wizard. Tome. I think <laughs> that that does sound <laughs> like right. us. I know wizard vine exists. Okay. Oh um, yes, definitely wizard vine. Yes. Oh, yes. Wizard vine die too? No, no wizard uh, vine wizards, is still alive. Oh, wizards kept their own version of vine alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what that says about TikTok. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is a good scene. Uh, I guess, uh, ladies, what are you doing? Um, well, obviously, Simone is going to follow up on the, the Dr. White uh, right. situation. So, um, And I feel like picks, that can... It, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a whole scene. I was going to so, ask if Pixie wanted to, to get hers uh, taken care of first, then she's welcome to. Yeah. Mm. Are you going to, like, further look into the whole deal you're dealing with? Or are you going to try and, like, get on with your life slash career <laughs> while all of this is happening? Neither of those things are things that Corbina wants to do. <laughs> but! <laughs> but! <laughs> In order to keep her job, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. I don't think we've done a lot of research and stuff in a while, have we? Um, no, I don't think so. If you want to like hit the books, uh, like to either to start on a new paper or try and figure out stuff about your like either of those things I mentioned, really. I wonder if there's anything that has to do with Cabsa that she could like spin as like a, a foresight thing. Hmm. That well, um, you know, like uh, I can, I can tell you right now that like summoning stuff to tell about the future is an established like precedent. That's obviously, true. obviously, it would be considered 
actually, I would think this that's something that could be considered kind of potentially interdisciplinary in that yeah. sense. Um, yeah, that's Cabsa, Cabsa would definitely argue it's like in their territory, but the like the like science of understanding how these predictions are working and all that mm-hmm. is definitely sort of your sort of deal. So this is something that like um, could. If you wanted to go like full in depth, you could do a collaboration. Or if you um, just wanted to explore your half of things, you could easily do that without treading on toes. Hopefully, you've. It turns out it's surprisingly easy to, easy to tread on toes when publishing papers here. Yeah, but, that's yeah. definitely a risk. But she could also. I think for now she's going to focus on like her like. Well, first of all, like they're also the fact that like she has lied about like getting like signals and premonitions mm-hmm. from the dude yes. and maybe she wants to know like how she could actually do that for real. Ooh, mm. that is that's that's definitely something. Yes. Okay, so are you going to hit up the library for this? Um, yeah, I think so. She okay. certainly doesn't have books. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. Um, yeah, well then go ahead and uh, roll with research to delve okay. deeper. And you're going to spend time poring over something or plumbing its secrets. Let's see. What do I have? I have a negative one in research. <laughs> I fail everything, so let's see. And it's varying character, so let's see. Oh, I got an eight, so that's a seven. Okay, um, so let's see. Uh, you can ask one question or declare that you've discovered something relevant to your research and start a new research topic on that subject. So, the questions you can ask are, what is the history here? What do I know who who do I know might have a vested interest in this? What sort of people that I don't know might have a vested interest in this? What here is not as it appears to be, or what could I use this for? So in terms of, like, can I use this to cast spells, um, that's potentially something that could be answered by what could I use this for. Obviously, any of the stuff about who's interested in this, um, some of that is stuff you already know, but you could, like, open up some unexpected connections if you wanted to dive into that. And um, the whole history here thing... um, might give you some so let's see specifically what you're researching is um a like the overlap between foresight and summoning yeah yeah and also like interdimensional like right divination yeah and i i guess the history here thing would uh, like help you establish precedent and that sort of thing yeah i'm between history and what could i use this for Hmm. okay Hmm. I feel like Corvina's more about, like, immediately practical things, mm-hmm. because those involve the least amount of work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what could I use this for? Okay. One of the first things that you pick up is that the thing that you said was the case is kind of BS. Or at the very <laughs> least, it is... Um, is much more a cabs thing than a foresight thing. That doesn't mean that what you said was impossible. It's just something that is not really in your field of specialty. As sort of like a psychically sensitive person, the concept of like someone from another dimension contacting you is not uh, outside probability, but it's definitely not something that your magic can do easily. Okay. However, however, in your research, you now know a lot more about Simone's department than you had before and it has given you some insight into what kinds of entities can be summoned to learn about the future and in the process um, you've basically gotten a how to put this um, you've gotten a sense for if you were if you were put into a position where you did have some kind of demonic contact like that, you have a sense of how you'd be able to kind of hook your abilities up to that, ah. more or less. 
It's sure um, a shame that the only person that she's close to in the department can't <laughs> actually summon anything. Right. But at the very That's why you gotta least, help me what, hook up with Jenny. True. What what you can use in the here and now is you can fake your situation much more impressively. That's what you can use that yes. for. Yes. Good. Yeah. And, yeah, I feel like there's not a lot of detail about that scene as it goes down. You're in the library, and, like, you didn't get, like, a rule that results in complications. I think that the, um, uh, some of the books that you checked out are definitely, like, in sort of the CAVSA-related sections. So you've got some ones that have to, like, um, that you gotta, like, chain back up before you put them back on the shelf and all that. <laughs> but, yeah, that sort of thing. Whereas, um, the Foresight books, I feel, um, I feel like that's a scroll-heavy department. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of, uh, books that were written, um, long, long ago. So you got, like, a lot of old-ass books about, <laughs> um, what would become what were for them the future of foresight <laughs> right i don't imagine it's a field that changes much yeah um you'd be surprised as with any field but um it's definitely a situation where um the old masters have a lot of sway as it yeah. were yeah. I, I do think there's probably a whole like technological divination aspect mm-hmm. of it, but that's not something that Corvinus really dialed into at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mediums are always a changing field. That's why you were able to pull off your like vodka-based uh, <laughs> yes. divination thing. But um, I, you know what? I just realized you're definitely going to have like um, uh, someone would like write a rebuttal to some old theory. And then they go digging around and realize that, oh, uh, this dead person wrote a rebuttal to my rebuttal. Um, <laughs> that sort of thing, yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, you, you now have that uh, degree of insight. And is that something that you plan on putting to use right away? Or is it something you're going to just hold on to for now? Well, she can't. She, by herself, can't really do anything with that because she needs somebody who can set the situation up. She could get with um, Simone and see how that could be arranged, but on her own, she can't really progress that. Okay, okay. Well then, uh, let's jump over to Simone. Um, I think that, you know, you're going about your day as usual uh, after something's gotten sorted out, you get, like, an email from Dr. White, and, uh, he basically said, like, like, if, like, your offer is still good, come over to my office, and, um, presumably you go. I think that his office is, like, um, about the same size as yours, but it's got, like, a lot more junk in it. Hold on, um, Owen. Your uh, your real robot voice sounding. I don't know if that's my end or your. Oh, my connection just. Uh, uh, things are all cutting out for me right now. Okay, so we all sound on. pretty robot like, voicey. Give it a minute. Give give it uh, just a few seconds to kind of come back. It it might be um, Discord because it's both. Yeah. Right do we want to like? Oh God. Yeah. Okay, how's that? That's much better. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. good, good. Okay. okay, okay. Sorry, yeah, you started talking and it was like major robot voice. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So the, the same, same to you. Okay, okay. cool. Um, so his office isn't really much bigger than yours, but he's got a lot more junk in it. Mm-hmm. Um, got a lot of like just, um, uh, just like file cabinets that are just like overflowing with just like papers and shit. Mm-hmm. And honestly, a lot of it does not look like um, demonic or arcane at first glance. But like, if you were to pick one of those pages up and look at it, you realize like, oh, this is like a contract, you know? Oh, okay. Um, and at the start, uh, it's pretty dry. He explains how um, Javier Espinoza was obviously a great man in his field um but he wasn't the most organized man Mm -hmm. and when the incident happened there was 
a lot of just paperwork left everywhere. And it has taken a while to get everything all just sorted out. He sort of got dumped with the responsibility of doing a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, basically, he said, because you don't have, you're still kind of new here, you don't have the same sort of, like, insight into the specifics he was working on, you can mostly help in terms of, like, organizing stuff by date and that sort of deal. Okay. Um, however, as you're doing this, and it's just, like, it's just, like, drudge work. Oh, yeah. Like you I'm sure. anticipated. I'm sure. It's just misery. Yeah. Um... He starts making some small talk, and obviously a lot of that is focused on... It just brings up, like, if you have a question about something, he, like, answers, oh, yes, he had this whole theory about da ba da ba da um, And, uh, but eventually, he sort of, like, sort of the, the like, coyness and illusions of your conversation back at the cafe sort of start coming into play. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think at some point, like, maybe after just the whole topic of what happened to him comes up. Yes. Uh, he says, you know, the idea that Javier reached beyond his grasp and was punished for his hubris makes for a very tidy little parable but the truth might not be something that director Sigfald would find quite as convenient is that so she's she's kind of like shuffling through papers and like organizing as she talks and um how do you mean not so convenient? That's um, the official line I was given was that he reached beyond his means. Well, to put it bluntly, uh, me and perhaps other people here at the department believe that uh, Dr. Espinosa's means were underestimated. Uh, simply put, if he had simply been disintegrated and scattered to the four winds, as they say, we believe that the resulting fallout would have uh, looked a little different. And if he had simply achieved his goal and then immediately been torn apart by whatever was on the other side, then we would also perhaps hear about that from our communications with those on the other side. They certainly are fond of bragging when they manage to get one over on us. We oh. believe that he might have been successful, and that by transporting himself to another realm and in the process transmuting himself into a form that would be able to withstand this transportation, he might have achieved something that many wizards have aspired to do for centuries. Achieved what exactly? One word would be apotheosis. We study the nature of demons, and we realize that they are so much more powerful than us, which is why we then make deals with them, sometimes rather unfavorable deals, in order to get a little of that power. Mm -hmm. Many people believe that it would... that. That's it. We should just be satisfied to keep appeasing these creatures. However, there are some who have been unpopular, let's say, with the common academic thread. 
who think that it would be possible to gain that power directly and permanently by making oneself more like the creatures we study. And if that were possible, and if Dr. Espinosa was on the other side as a being of such power, well, that would make him one of the greatest minds of our lifetime. And that's including uh, some people here who have secured rather lengthy lifetimes. <laughs> that is certainly um, impressive, if not a bit terrifying in a way to consider. Um, All great things are terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Simone internally is just like, oh, God. Um, and of course, if this were true... Yes. Two other things would be true. One, that he would be worthy of our respect. And two, having not died, but simply uh, briefly translocated himself, he would still have authority within this department. That is true. He is... If he isn't dead, then that would technically make uh, Dr. Sigvald the acting head of the department instead of the actual head of the department, I suppose. Um, yes. So, see, that is fascinating. If And oh. would it not be preferable to have the head of your department be such an amazing person? You could, by the way, I am just, like, imagining, like, this scene of, like, Dr. White just, like, slowly, like, getting closer to Simone yes. as they talk. 100%. He's, like, closing this gap between them. <laughs> yes. And Simone is just, like, ugh. Um, like rubbing she, his hands together. <laughs> yeah, and, like, he's been filing papers the whole time, too, but, like, he is, he's been, like, progressively getting closer to, like, the filing cabinet that you're working on. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, that is true, that to have a, a genius of that magnitude in our midst would certainly elevate the department, um, and anyone who believed in his um, ascension, I suppose, would be held in an even higher regard. My question is more so that if uh, if the good doctor has actually ascended in this way, then would he even be able to return? And and if he did, in 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 what form? That seems a bit um, suspect. Mm, suspect might not be the right word, but <laughs> tenuous. <laughs> it would certainly be difficult because obviously, if he were to take on the nature of the uh, beings of the outside, he would not be able to re-enter without proper permission. Right. So then, I suppose it would just be a matter of finding someone willing to give him that permission. Right? Um, let's see. Uh, I think... Hmm. I think this might be... Um, hmm. Let me think. I'm trying to think if this is another schmooze role, or if this... Uh, I'm trying to figure out, like, where to move from, like, just role-playing to the roles, you know? It feels like almost like a delve deeper, because this is kind of a, a literal, hmm. like, you know, spend time poring over something and plumbing oh. in secrets. Damn, you know what? I really like the sound of that. Yeah, okay. So yeah, roll research. Oh, thank God, that's my other good one. <laughs> um, eight. Okay. Um, so similar situation, you get to ask one. Um, obviously you can start a uh, paper if you want, but uh, what's the history here? Who do I know who might have a vested interest in this? What sort of people that I don't know might have a vested interest in this? What here is not as it appears to be? Or what could I use this for? Mm. What here is not as it appears to be seems to be the best uh, 
the best one. Like other, I mean, like what okay, can I use yeah. this? What can I use this for? Is the other one that really stands out. But, okay. Um, yes. Um, I think I have a. I've got. I think I've got like a quick, direct answer to that. Okay. If cool. you okay, so um, for a given value of appears to be um, in going through all of this guy, all of these like notes and stuff, mm-hmm. um, you. I I think just up front, you get like um, evidence of what is going on here. Um, that there is like a cult forming, and it is looking for the goal to bring him back, which is pretty much what he has just said, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you have the sort of stuff where, if you were to say like grab it, it could potentially be used as evidence. Um, but also gives you the insight into the fact that, um, as you were just saying, that it's just a matter of permission, um, from the notes you're looking at, like, including some of the, uh, quote-unquote, like, late doctor's notes, um, it's not quite just a matter of will, like, um, you, you sort of have to reinvent the wheel to be able to properly summon someone who has gone through this process because it's because they're not going to have quite the same avenues of like true names and that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. that demons have the simply put the like the mechanics established for bringing entities over like the, the like the interface is isn't right for whatever this person would become Mm -hmm. so they got to figure some stuff out first okay okay so see the question i really want to know the answer to is like if they bring him back like how much of him is he still gonna be hmm um that's you actually know, a question that Simone kind of asks, kind of like, while yeah, yeah, putting things away, she kind of like says, like, if you, don't the, if, if the doctor returns, don't you run the risk of him coming back worse? I mean, these things that we summon, well, that they summon, um, they, they do tend to have to have, I mean, you said it yourself, they like to brag about getting one over on us is isn't there a possibility that it could be something malicious hmm i think he sort of like gives you a critical eye as he sort of like weighs his response any changes to the doctor's mind and personality would have been changes specifically to accommodate the transition to a being of higher power. And I don't think we would be in a position to judge him for those. Hmm. Cool. So that's me. <laughs> <laughs> cool story, bro. Simone's like nodding and smiling. Because all she can think of the back of her head is that it means that like, I mean, yeah, okay, this is basically a cult. Like, 100%, this is a cult, and no matter how this dude comes back, whether it is, like, a good thing or a bad thing, um, they are gonna be okay with it. They are going to... It will be permissible. If he comes back like a raving monster, then Mm -hmm. this guy is basically their god. And and that's... (laughs) She's just like, hmm, that's terrifying. Okay, cool, Mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm." Yeah, so I guess... um to sort of move things along um is your with that in mind Mm -hmm. is your next step going to be to um go deeper into this rabbit hole or to look for an exit so that you can um potentially like pack out and find a way to bring it down um before things get any worse so okay my, thro- my thought process here is that I still don't know how many people in the department are actually involved with this whole thing. Um, and if it's a significant number, then 
Simone being Simone, the only thing she can think of is, if it's a lot of people, that means that I could have, like, an actual angry mob show up at my apartment and try to burn <laughs> it to the ground. Um, <laughs> so, I think the, the answer is to not um, disengage just yet and tell Dr. Sigvald, because um, maybe getting more inundated and finding out exactly how many people there are and maybe get on some of their good sides. Okay. Because, like, right now, here's the thing. Right now, if Simone goes and squeals, then um, it will be super obvious who it was. Mm -hmm. It will be incredibly apparent that the new lady who was just in the, like, the same office with Dr. White for, like, however many hours is probably the person responsible. So, no. Yes. We are going to, we're gonna uh, keep this on the down low. Now. And then okay. there's also the fact, like, Corvina can't tell Simone exactly how she's involved, but mm-hmm. she can, you know, probably pick up on the fact that, like, they're not completely wary of Corvina. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we might be able to leverage this in one way or another. Okay. Right. So if you want to get further into his good graces, I think that sounds like schmoozing. That does sound like schmoozing, which is the thing I'm really good at, so yep. let's... Uh... Well, I guess first you should, like, say what do you think you want to hear, which I, I'm, I'll tell you up front, like, what, like, he is conveying that what he wants to hear is, I want in on this. Oh, yeah, and that's, um, oh, it's so bad, it's such a bad idea. <laughs> this is such a terrible idea, but whatever, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a magicless teacher a, yeah. at a magic school, all I know is bad ideas, so, um... Yeah, Simone is going to, like, kind of nod to herself and be like, Well, I can't say that I'm not interested, so I suppose if you would accept me into your research group, (laughs) I would be forever grateful. Okay, then. Uh, Roll charisma. Roll charisma. Alright. And... Six plus... Six plus... Three plus two is eleven. Oh damn! Okay. Right? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, nice. I would. I would. Um, let's see. I've been trying to figure out with whether this would be simple or big and complex. Mm. Um, letting you into the thing is definitely big, but mm-hmm. it's not complex, and it is something he kind of wants. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know what, uh, at least for now, let's just say that, uh, yeah, you've, you've got it. Okay. I think that we would be delighted to have you. Um, just one thing, naturally, uh, as you have doubtless guessed, uh, his return would not be in the acting director's best interests, so if she were to know about the research we are undertaking, obviously it would be bad for us. Naturally. So, uh, understandably, it's something to be kept on the down low. My lips are sealed. I'm just a... I mean, she doesn't pay me enough as it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, uh, I understand that she was trying to get that tome of yours, seal it away in that vault. And I am disinclined to give it up. Um, It was left in my care, and hopefully this new arrangement can keep it in my possession. (laughs) Excellent. You know, it is very good that you've decided to join our side, if... Not there could have been some conflict because, well, now that you're in on it, we believe your girlfriend is connected to this. <laughs> Wait, which one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like suddenly afraid, like, do they think me and Simone are dating? Um. We know that you can be uh, quite defensive of her. Obviously, uh, heard oh, about no. how you really... Uh, Tore into one of her colleagues at the holiday retreat. <laughs> oh, uh, Corvina want- and I. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted you to know that obviously uh, nothing untowards is happening in that respect, but we think that she might be something of a key to our goals. 
Is that so? My girlfriend. Um, well, I'm glad that she's... That, oh, no. that she's doing all right. You haven't told... <laughs> you haven't told Dr. Uh, Genevieve that, 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 uh, that Corvina is my girlfriend, right? Uh, <laughs> uh... Well, I didn't. I feel like she probably got the hint from the way you hurried off last night. Damn it. Um. I'm glad my girlfriend is doing okay then. (laughs) I cannot think of a better way to end the episode than that line. (laughs) Join us next time for more lies upon lies. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for playing. Thank you for running. That was an experience. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Dave Camp, Dumpster Hime, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Heather Connolly, Homo Ace, Jack Toops, Charnope, John the Book Hoarder, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Sean Kelleher, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier.